The views and opinions expressed on roasting goats are sole property of the individual or individuals that are expressing these views and do not represent any of the sponsors or outside affiliates. In fact, many of the views and opinions in this show could be easily contested and prove false by a simple Google search. So if you are easily offended by mild rants and conjecture, another podcast might be your style. And if you are a consummate fact checker, please feel free to comment to any one of our social media platforms and make sure to include your expertise on all things so that others might be subject to your armchair omniscience and mastery of dead languages if you are neither of these people sit back and welcome to our living room roasting 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 you were supposed to say goats goats (laughs) welcome to roasting goats this is bob cook we this is one of our uh what are we going to call these? The we are special on tour, yeah, special tour edition. Yeah, on tour edition. So this is Bob Cook, uh, roasting goats, Eben Zost, Bradley Adams, roasting goats, A and A Insurance. Yeah. This is uh, Babracadabra uh, coming live. <laughs> any day I now, suck Paul. At intros. Any day I now, suck Paul. At intros. Paul Roof, the beer can professor. Yeah. Uh, Woo! Sociology professor at College of Charleston and South Carolina State University. Come on, keep going. And uh, doctor, the the face of Chucktown Follicle Brown, Holy yeah, you, City Brewing. Come on, keep, you got to have more. You got some. We're more here in that, the man right? cave. We got old Glory flying. We got the hook 'em horns oh, going. Man, we we got, got the Bush beer sign. We'll get some. Fic- we'll oh, get a. Bush. We'll get a story up for this one. This is a, a Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. A, I think that, the reenactment of that deer was shot where I'm from, actually. Nice, nice, dude. Mm-hmm. Got a I reco- lot. I recognize that uh, that 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 rack. There's yeah. a cigar aficionado magazine that mm-hmm. I was in back in uh, 2001 when I went to Cuba, oh, re- oh, and yeah, I was in yeah, the yeah, moments yeah. to remember. Yeah, um, crazy the, stuff. What's the moments to remember? It's in the back when you're smoking the cigar, and uh, it's called the moments to remember. And oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It was the Cuban spy scandal edition, and uh, and Paul was in it. I was in mm-hmm. it. Weasel his way in. What, under, under, the, under the guise of what? Um, went down there studying for a week with a group from Presbyterian College, and my old professor, who is a card-carrying communist, lives down there. Jesus. And uh, he's married to his second Cuban wife. And he comes here sometimes. Uh-huh. Called yeah. to Charleston. That's, that's awesome. Hey, he's got a resume. He's got yeah. family. And just so everyone knows, Paul is eating a really good potato chip right now, if you can hear that. Paul, t- take tell- a picture. That's uh, Munchos. Yeah. Munchos. And they're only $2. This is the Always one I grew $2. up on. No one knows about the Munchos. Uh, what do you think? Uh, delicious. Right? The, the texture is... Well, I wish I was dipping it in the pepper sauce or the pickle sauce, I mean. What do, oh. they, what do, they, say it's, what do they say they're made out of? Potatoes? Air? No, they're not. They're only like, $2. They're not, they're not like potato chips. They're like a different... Um, really? How do you explain that, Paul? You're smarter Reach than for Munchos Crisp. When you want light tasting snack packed with full potato flavor and crispy crunch. Dang. Nice. Um, are they corn or are they potato? Dried potatoes, vegetable oil, and uh, corn and salt. Does it say potato? Pretty much. Oh, yeah, potato crisps. Yeah, I guess so. They we have should that. call them. They have an Bob's 800 like number. not potato, the front of the bag. Potato <laughs> chips. No, it's, the, it's a picture of the chips. Crisp. 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 Chips. Crisp. There you go. Yeah. Like, um, my, my next, my next uh, tour munchie is going to be... Uh, um, cheese wafies. You know what a cheese? You ever no. had a cheese wafie? Yeah. 
They're like the weird, they're all broken up and it looks like two little waffles with like Dude. this really shitty processed cheese in the middle. Yeah, but they're great. They're, that's they're, not, yeah. They're good. Yeah. That's going to be my next road, road trip snack. Where do you see them? They're, they're a tough find. Um, Any poor neighborhood? No, no. They're, it's like, they're not at every gas station. Yeah. I pick them up when I find them and I, like, I save them to bring to things like this. You could find them at work, Paul. You got to go to. You're on the road a lot. You got to go to uh, Road Snack. You, I know you're. A, you got to be a gas station coffee. Guy. I got a Love's oh. truck stop that I live at. I was about every to say, Tuesday and Thursday morning to Love's. Now it's I got a. I got a uh, Apple, like Danish in there. I bought two for four dollars this morning, and that's what I have for breakfast. Now tell everyone. Obviously, right now we're in, we're in your garage uh, on James Island. Yeah. So why would you be there? You go. You could say it out loud. That's fine. Yeah. Um, why? Are you up at Love's twice a week? Because I teach up at uh, SC State in Orangeburg, and I literally leave James Island at 5.45 on Tuesday and Thursday morning. I'm in my truck, and I feel like an airline pilot because I hit the lights, I hit the GPS, takes an hour and 13 minutes, hour and 14 minutes, and I am stopping at that truck stop in, you know, 7.10 Same time every day. Same same one every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's the same people. And I've never seen people eat those things off the rollers in my life. But more people eat everything off those rollers. They're coming in off shifts. They're going to shifts. And it's the... uh, what what's on the rollers? Is I don't even know what's it's in everything. It. Mystery now. meat. They got the taquitos. <laughs> the taquitos are yeah. huge. Oh, yeah, the rollers yeah. have for sure turned into like a Mexicana thing. Uh, you get a two for two for two dollar hot dog. Um, coffee. They go through that creamer. Yeah. I mean, like crazy. <laughs> they got a pumpkin spice special going on right now, probably for another week or so. Oh man, um, Paul. Paul knows the love. There is nothing. It is. It is a beautiful thing. Hardworking <laughs> Americans. That, that yeah. is awesome. And you. <laughs> I'm about to go see that shit. I'm, we're about to drive across Tennessee, so I'm. I, I love that Amer- Americana boy. Oh man, I love Americana. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, and there's a Chester's Fried Chicken place attached to it with the subway. Yep. So what stop? Uh, Love's Truck Stop, exit 154. All right. Going towards Columbia, so that's technically going west because 26 runs west and east. Um, and uh, 145 is their big interchange with, like, the Cracker Barrel and, uh, you know, Hampton Inn. Mm-hmm. Ruby but Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday and a Chick-fil-A. Nice. That's crazy. But if I want to get my students talking, and I'll open the floor after this, I get them talking about two things, food and music. Oh, yeah. And if I talk about Cracker Barrel or Waffle House, the class just opens up. Really? Like, what's good, what's bad. Um, I love it. I mean, that's look at that's why that's why we do this. Yeah, you know? this is kind of what we talk about. Yeah, right? yeah. we just talk about food, music, munch, you know, hanging out, and like food, you're a, bad food. Where would you go if if you are having breakfast tomorrow? Where would you go? Waffle House or Cracker Barrel? Waffle House. Between waffle the two, house. Waffle, Between ho- the two. Waffle, house. waffle House. And what would you get? I don't know. Like, it, I would choose Waffle House over Cracker Barrel, but I'm not a I'm not a Waffle House guy. Pa- patty melt. Patty melt. Yeah. Uh, Burt sausage melt plate. Hash brown, smothered, covered, topped, diced, and peppered. Yeah, there you Bre- go. Bre- Bab has Bab does the old man breakfast. I, I, I'm I'm waiting for the day where I actually can get a senior breakfast. No, I, I don't like the yeah. now. Paul. Where, where, where do you do, Paul? You do cheese the, and eggs. Oh, you, so wait, no, you're raisin a, toast, cheese, eggs, and uh, grits. And I usually stay away from the bacon. But I thought I you were, a, but thought, you're a fanatical Cracker Barrel. Yeah, guy. I was gonna say you're a Cracker Barrel guy. Uh, you know, it just depends on the situation. 
if you're if you're meeting your parents, I'm or gonna going to be at the Cracker Barrel going at to the Larry. same booth. At the same, well, Cracker Barrel doesn't have booths; they have tables. But you can get a table by the window, and your parents will only sit at the window. Well, and, and they pa- know you by name and will guide your parents to you. They say Are your parents coming, yep. and I say, "Yep, I'm meeting them." And huh? he will only sit in the same table. Well, I know because he he goes. That's how he gets in Larry so easy. He gets yep. there at like six, like four in the morning. Sits around Early like a creepy old man with a beard at Cracker Barrel and yep. uh, goes and sees Larry. Well, my parents would prefer Waffle House. Larry Glasser, best beard barber in Charleston, by the way. Anybody totally want to plug? Someone, someone plug Larry Glasser. Chris Boone just got his uh, beard trimmed uh, by Larry Glasser. Elite Barbershop, uh, yeah. Sweetgrass Lane that was uh, called? by uh, Harris Teeter on 17. Behind Cracker Barrel. Behind Cracker Barrel, believe it or not. Find, yeah, you, really really find wow. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know where Paul's going to be. Yep. So... Um, but Waffle House is, uh, it's like for my parents, it's too loud yeah. because they're cooking out in the open and my parents want to go into, love Waffle House, they want to go into the clean bathroom, they want to walk through the candles mm-hmm. um, and oh, they, yeah, they, you know, the, that's, it's, it's like the old general store. Um, our other co-host, Jamie, I don't know if you know him or not, he is a uh, Cracker Barrel guy. Mm-hmm. Also uh, praises their clean bathrooms as well. Really? Yeah, that was the second clean bathroom cracker bar. Waffle House is a little grittier, you know. You know I like the street. A grittier bathroom. Yeah, no, you don't yeah. go in there to like take mind. care of business that you've been, been you've been meaning to handle. Now, yeah. when we go to the Carolina game, my parents meet us at the Waffle House because the Waffle House is right by the stadium. Yep. The dirty bathrooms out. reminds me of uh, like Coney Islands and Flint. You know, mm-hmm. go 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 to that's what, like what we call diners, Coney yeah. Islands. We don't have di- well, I mean, there's diners, but it's mostly like the the. Um, Hot dog, chili dog kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So. Heck yeah. So I know you mentioned, um, obviously, Oberg, SC State and all. Um, that's not, not the only place you work. What else are you doing? College of Charleston. Um, and just yesterday, we did what I call the King Street Stroll. My students, 17 of them, we started at the Orvis store up on Upper King Street. And then we made our way down to Kyle's Ugly Sweater Emporium. And then we stopped at the Yeti store. And the reason why we did that was to, uh, these are freshmen. They've never been anywhere else. Did we say professor of what you are? Uh, Pop culture and sociology. Right. And the people who work in those stores gave them stories like, Orvis started in Vermont, and it was a fly fishing company, and we're only one of two places that sell the barber jacket. Dumas be in the other place. Um, and then we went in Kyle's Ugly Sweater Emporium. That guy sat there. He had his dog in the store. He's got this big throne where people come in, and they're doing bad Santa photos. Hell yeah. And he's from Buffalo, New York, and he's been doing this for seven years. And, and you're teaching branding in the class right branding, now, right? Like, that is yeah. the class. Like what what makes people want to go in and spend three hundred dollars mm-hmm. on a Yeti cooler? Do you think that, that do you think that that is do you think branding is something that normal people think about on a daily basis? You don't think about it like you just it's subconscious. Like I think yet, about it. I think about it constantly. What do you, how like what do you think about it? Because I want to know everything. So, well, it depends on what you're talking about. I mean, I I think about it all the time because being a person who I deal in brands a mm-hmm. lot, you know, so, you know, I'm a big, not, I'm, I'm becoming more of a typeface fan, you know, and like the power of typeface and the, the, the reach of typeface. Typeface is a, a, it's a powerful thing. What brands do you like and what typefaces do you like? 
Oh, God. It's not brands that I like now. I mean, it's just sort of like what they do for the piece. You know what I mean? So it like, depends on the brand, like your brand. Which uh, is? You know, beer koozies right now. Beer can professor. Yeah. I mean, that is your... Right. I try to stick to three things. I'm good at beer. I'm good at barbecue. And I'm good at, you know, bluegrass music, country music, and... No, the You're three a Westerner. Bees. I like Western and country music. That's, but, my, that's but, my vibe. That's my aesthetic. So you're not a bearder. Are you done with the beard game? Well, mustache game, you know. I mean, mustache is part of the beard can you, game. Can you list any kind of accomplishments, like beard game accomplishments? I mean, you know. I mean we got to go way back. Yeah. Got to go back to, like, 2006. How many, like, how many can you, how, how, how far back can you go, like, rattling off, like, I mean, I didn't I didn't shave for close to 15, 18 years, and me and Bradley toured the whole East Coast. I went yep. out west. I went to oh, yeah. five or six countries. That's what I'm saying. Um, can, can you rattle some or no? Yeah, uh, world championship uh, events mm-hmm. from Germany, Norway, Alaska, um, Austria. Las um, Vegas. Las Vegas, uh, Portland, Austin, Texas, Miami. Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, New York, everywhere in between. We went everywhere. There was a TV show called Whisker Wars. Wait a minute, I've seen that. Now it's all coming together. That was you. I was one of the dudes. There were many of them, but (laughs) I was the guy who turned his beard into the Liberty Bell. Jack Passion. Passion. Oh, that's pretty impressive. I went up to Philly and turned my beard into the Liberty Bell. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. uh, I. I knew you when I saw that. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, and then so, the whole beer can happened in the club. Explain what happened with the beer. Yeah, can you yeah, briefly us, explain what happened with oh the beer my can. God. So, is it brief? Yeah, I'll give you the the long story short. 2013, I got second place in the country at House of Blues National Beard and Mustache Contest. Greg Anderson took a photo of me in the red suit. I almost got rid of the red suit. And for those that have never seen this red suit, oh uh, we will have this up on Instagram where, so you can relate to this. You have definitely seen this dude. So when he says like, hey, there's a beard, there's a red suit, um, you guys are going to look at our Instagram and be like, yeah, holy crap, that's him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you anyways, know, you go know, ahead, Paul. So you, know, you know the doc. Yeah. The red suit sat, and this goes back to 2011, it sat at Recycled Cowboy for a year. And it was Which is a Western store Western here. store on Ladson Road exit, and it was $100, and I wasn't going to spend the money to buy it. And I finally went in there after a year and said, I'd pay you 80 and she said, sold. So I bought the red suit, took it to Norway, and I almost quit wearing it, and Bradley goes, that's the best suit you own. Yeah. And you yeah, need to wear like it to New thing, Orleans. Man. So I wore it to New Orleans. Greg Anderson took a picture of me. I got second place in the country for freestyle beard. Um, I mean, walking down Bourbon Street with your beard out to here, wearing a red suit. Yeah, look People insane. think you're like some weird cosmic cowboy. You are. The Falcons were playing the Saints that weekend, and everybody thought I was some strange version of the Dirty Bird. <laughs> Whoa. Um, it was so weird. Um, so that picture went viral then, and then Holy City Brewing brewed the beer, Chucktown Follicle Brown, the year before. They canned it, put my face on the can, and you Sean didn't know Williams about it, painted right? the painting of the picture and then i got fired may 31st 2014 and from charleston southern university which is a conservative christian school yeah you were teaching um, at before i was State. an associate professor there 
I was going to spend the rest of my life commuting from James Island to, you know, Goose Creek. You were ready Corner. to do that? I was ready. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize you were committed. I didn't realize you were so oh, committed. Was, yeah, was I was, that in. was my life. I was doing yeah. it five days a week. At nine ref- months of the year. Sitting at the reflecting pond. Yeah, sitting at the reflecting <laughs> pond. And had some great students. I still, I was at this uh, party at Colonial Lake, party for the parks. And one of my old CSU students was a bouncer at the VIP tent. He's like, get in here, Dr. Roof. Come on. <laughs> still remembered him. <laughs> I mean, so, Bab had a question for so you. Yeah, no, well, I mean, in regards to even what you just said with them firing you over um, your portrayal on a beer can, like, I mean, how was that? How, how did that conversation happen? Did they call you? They, eat, they call you oh, at yeah. home, yeah. say not to come in. Is it that? Was it that serious? Oh, or it was face to face. Yeah. So they were like, we need you to come down yeah. stairs. Let's talk about the beer can. And I went into the dean's office. How did they, fi- how'd they how'd find you, out? How did you not laugh your way through that? I was I brought the can in and he was like, "Oh, this could be part of your mission field. You go to these unreached places. You know, there's guys with tattoos and piercings, and everybody's hammered after midnight." And uh, I was like, "Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm out there on the street." Sounds good. You yeah. you wanted to do and that, I said, right? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that was Wednesday. Friday, I had to go meet the VP, and that same dean standing outside the door, and he won't talk to me. Won't look me in the eye. And I said, hey, what, what, what's going to go down here? He goes, I can't say. I said, what? Well, you just told me. No, yeah. Did you see it coming at all? I, then I did. I mean, uh. well, dude, true story. So, <laughs> I mean, the little backstory, Paul and I have been good, good, good friends for a long time. We had the Holy City Beard and Mustache Society here in town. Uh, we, we ran that for years. And we just, did. We, Paul worked for me for a while. What a waste that was. But, um but anyways, I sold Paul, insurance with Bradley. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Hey, you had to. You looked at the life, man. You got caught well, up I in mean, the lifestyle. The, the man got fired, and I felt bad for him. It was my dude, yeah. you know. But Paul called me. He's like, Bradley, you won't believe it. I just got fired for the beer can. He's like, you got to come with me up to CSU to get my stuff. He helped me move out my stuff. And we're waiting there, and security escorted oh, yeah. security. us. Security. Into the Come place on, and sat with us. <clears throat> and one security guard stood with me, and one stood with him. And they. This is no bullshit. I was there. They tried to strong arm Paul into signing signing a resignation a letter. resignation oh, letter. Oh, I remember that. So that like, it looked resign. like he you resigned. Yeah. Hell no. I, I so saw it. Listen, it, I saw it. It happened. We met at Burger Night like that next Monday. The guy put a resignation letter in front of me, and he goes, "You need to sign this." And I said, uh, "I'm not signing anything that has the word resignation on it." And he goes, "You're putting me in a tight spot." And I said, I'm the one in a tight spot. And uh, then the whole thing blew up where... And then mean, that went viral. That went viral. I the mean, firing. that went, like, that was in Moscow, Denver. Yeah, that was like... My I remember, phone rang for three days. My girlfriend's dad in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. It, was everywhere. Like, it was yeah. huge. I was walking on King Street, and a grandma looked at me, and she starts pointing at me. She goes, and, she, and this grandmother starts pointing at me and looking at me on King Street, and she, you're the guy on the beer can. You're the professor. And, and just like, so people don't know, this beer can thing, I was very good friends with uh, Chris Brown, yeah, Holy, Holy City, City Brewing. Brewing. Yeah, we'll try to get uh, him on. Yeah, and I was obviously. Yeah, that'd be good. So, yeah. like, Paul and I, we threw this big competition at the music farm, and it was a beard and mustache company, but it was a charity event for Big Brother, Big Sister. Yeah. That I was involved Center with. Center for Women. Yeah, too. Center for Women. The beer can was set up as a charity beer. Yeah. 
That oh, I forgot about that part. Money. Yeah. That crazy. It raised money for the charity. Paul was never paid for the image. No. Chris and Holy City were the biggest sponsors of the charity. And that's the craziest part. A Christian college fired Paul for being on a beer can that was for charity. So uh, Paul, shout out Southern Baptist. Yeah, I have to <laughs> yeah. ask. So what did you say when they begged you to come back to work? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was uh they said they asked me two questions. They said, how does this reflect a Christian image? And I said, I go to church. I'm an usher. I read the Old Testament. You know, the Bible has alcohol in it. And then they asked me, um, what are your students supposed to think? And that's when I leaned in and said, I don't tell my students what to think. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're, they're supposed to think for themselves. Right. And that's when uh, the VP said, you're terminated effective immediately. You have until Wednesday to clean out your office. Jeez. And I said... See ya. Yeah, no, yeah. no problem. I didn't say a word. I just walked right. out. It was crazy. What, um, what was what were you? What was your um, course there? Um, you I taught everything from research methods to pop culture, um, urban sociology. So two of the classes that I teach are urban sociology and research methods. But now the irony is that you know Charleston's an urban place for South Carolina, hmm. and then Orangeburg, of course, is a rural place. And we got all the suburbs in between. Right. I mean, you look at how Charleston's developing from Volvo, Nexton. I mean, we're at the spot. You know, yeah. it's like you say all the time, Bob, um, would you rather be in a town that's decaying right. or a town that has cranes? Right. What kind of problems do you want to have? You want to have crane problems. Yeah, exactly. And cruise ship you want problems. To have, right, good problems. Coming. I feel like at Paul's house, I mean, just so the audience can Be- surprise, know, surprise us with four beers. Paul four is definitely beers. drinking his own beer right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, man, if, you're, if you can't do something narcissistic in a room like this right here, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. This room is, I tell you what, there might be a little echo in here. I apologize, but it, I think it might sound pretty good. I mean. I'm losing my voice a little bit, though. And we'll have pictures of this up as well. We are in a full garage. There's a Gamecock golf cart. There is, we're on a nice section couch. Paul, so far his surprise beers are another one of his own beers. <laughs> yeah. This now, is, now these Budweiser's, listen, why, but, he's already got his Christmas Budweiser's out. You got, you got, like. a, you got anything else in the back there, Paul, besides uh, Chuck Down Follicle Brown? Oh, man. Look, did we not bring those celebrations in? I'll take one of those. No, I don't want to, I don't want a stout. I want like a. He wants to celebrate. Yeah, what's that one on the right? Sierra Nevada Is that a Summerfest? Wait, wait. Paul's now I'll take a with a cold just, mug just coming mug. out. No, I do love a frozen mug, though. No. See, I'm like, that's my 90s thing. I like, yeah. I do. Jason and I just had, Jason and I were just uh, in Savannah somewhere, and thanks See, I'm people not a, for I'm getting not a, a frozen mug. Guy. With a, like a Pilsner or something, man? Now, Come look on. at that. Paul has, Paul's now showing us. I don't, I don't hate that. A freezer full of frozen mugs. Mugs. So here, here's the deal, though. Here's what Paul, Paul, it's pretty good. They're not all mugs. Right, it's got to be a frozen mug. Nice okay. Glassware section, you know. So, so we've Paul right. has definitely set the bar high tonight for the first touring roasting goats event. We came in to a a full spread of chicken wings. This is your first touring event, son. Who the hell? Is hey, yo, I've been on the road. Oh, I forgot, bro. The full team road. Yeah, this Bob is the, did this go is the, rogue road on us. We we did collaboration. Paul, any road. day now, can you come back to the podcast? I mean, you get lost in the man cave. I good get it, man. Lord. 
Man's pulling out frozen ribs. Hey, I get it. I get it. But anyways, Paul had three different types of wings and a small pizza for us. Oh, yeah. We got pictures of that, too. Hey, I'm going to let you explain. I'm going to let you do the the Paisano plug on this. You ready for that? All right, here we go. Where'd the wings come from? Paisano's. Tell us about it. James Island. Paisano's, um, Nick and his crew, awesome. They have locations in West Africa. Oh, you don't have to plug it like that, um, man. I'm just saying, like, what were they? they also got it's it in he's the, king, he's the king of getting oh. free shit. <laughs> Crispy wings, uh, chunky blue cheese. Didn't have that tonight, but um, they got awesome. They got the Colbert. They got the St. Nick. I mean, yeah, well, we got, go so we got the just, hot teriyaki. They were supposed to be hot teriyaki. We questioned that a little bit, but they were still good. Didn't matter. And hot buffalo, which was a little bit mild buffalo. They and were the wrong they, dressing. They, I tell you what, though, they, they were pretty. They were those were that was a good buffalo. Yeah, wing, good sauce, um, and the jerk. Bradley liked the jerk wings. I'm not a jerk. I think dry jerk wing. I, 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 I dug it. Caribbean. I dug it. It's, it can be. It can be. There's. I'm. I'm uh, maybe fifty fifty with just bad jerk and good jerk, right? I will say that I am disappointed that, about the blue cheese. Yeah, because <laughs> you ain't the only one. I was I was plugging it. I said the best blue cheese in the country. It is like I was excited top for it. Shelf. And I know yeah. you were. And I think my wife she texted the order. That's where it got messed up. Oh yeah. Well, let's probably not, open the let's garage not blame, door. Let's not blame your wife for this. We we're, <laughs> we do want to get welcome back here one day. Oh, Bab, you had a question of sociology. Yeah, no, no. I actually, well, I had a question before that actually that I that um, and I did not know this, but you were a um, professor of research methods. Yeah. So I in, in school I also I, I majored in history and and I felt that um, the research methods class um, was something that I think that everyone sorely needs a, a lesson in. We have all this talk of fake news and not being able to trust news sources and that sort of thing. And the idea of not being able to look into things for yourself, understand what sources are worthwhile. Yeah. Um, do you care to comment on, on the need for that in, in today's uh, society? What my students do, like, for example, one of them studying mm-hmm. HIV, one of them studying tattoos. They have to go find, this is like an early assignment. They have to write a proposal. They have to do the research themselves. Um, they have to find objective, peer-reviewed research and write about it and s- summarize about it. So, and no, you said one, one student is doing tattoos yep. and one student is researching HIV. Right. Okay. For a moment, I thought maybe perhaps you had a student researching the the. the correlation between HIV and tattoo <laughs> needles or something, which I, you know, right, w- would be could. a whole different thing. But however, that would be something that could be easy. I don't want to hear about that one. That could be something that easily, well, no, but it could be easily presented in in some random source that might be a very conservative source, maybe talking about, uh, you know, tattoos and that being like on this, you know, yeah. path towards like. Oh, totally. Um, like, like, for example, I do something on Halloween, too. And then some students get, like, real freaked out about Halloween, and it's, like, spirits and evil, and it's just like, oh, no, it's just... And it's really just about candy. (laughs) Right? And, like, doing hood rat shit. And and you just never know where things are going to go. But if they have to find objective sources um, and they have to put together, you know, a reference list, it's going to be legit. And Mm -hmm. and they do a good job doing that as well. So... Um, yeah, I mean, and I was also interested when I was kind of looking through some of your um, 
I don't know, biography or whether you're, you're an accomplished um, writer. You ha- you're, you're very well published. But one of the things that I was interested in before I even knew that you had anything to, to, to do with it is you teach a, um, a class on the Stanford prison experiment. Yeah. Um, I You did do your research. No, no. Well, I, <laughs> I absolutely 100%. First of all, I read a lot of the – I read a – quite a few books on it myself. Yeah. I was just interested in the idea of how people could assume these roles of dominant care, dominant characterizations of, of, of themselves and, and inflict their will upon other people when they all know they're an experiment that kind of blew my mind. Like right. they, they, they didn't Bob, they weren't losing actual. the podcast. It was just the flip of a coin. Yeah. If, if that flip was the- of a coin and you would be a prisoner and you would be a guard and what kind of prisoner would you be? And what kind of guard would you be? Would you be a sadistic guard? Would you be a dutiful prisoner? You know, it depends upon your personality, too. Like, if we were all in a military situation and we're in the trenches of France or Germany, what kind of people would we be? You know, who would be the leader? Who would be the alpha? Who would be the person who follows orders? Um, you know, I don't have the answer to those things, but. If you look at Zimbardo and his career, it goes back to like um, Milgram and Ash, and that's some psycho- psychological stuff. Um, but we, we put out these things like, oh, character, honesty, integrity are important. What is really important is the roles that you play in society, it, from my perspective. And it's like, you know, are, are you a good person? Are you a bad person? Are you a leader? Are you not a leader? Are you dutiful? Um, are you complicit? Or complacent in situations, it's like the bystanders syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know what what happens if somebody's getting murdered on the side of the streets? Do you call the cops or do you just keep driving along? Like, put, oh no, I, that didn't I film happen. it and put it on Reddit. Well, there's that famous case, and forgive me, like there's no fact checkers here, so we don't have to worry about all that. But there was that famous case Will of all ju- those Will people. Will Judd's probably going to tune into this one. All those people in New York City that uh, were Kitty in Kitty Genovese case. Yes. Yep. That's where it. they witnessed somebody. Yep. That cried for help mm-hmm. was, was gruesomely murdered right. in front of how many people? It was were an apartment it? complex. I forget how many, um, but they all heard the person screaming for help and call the police, call the police. And that's sort of the bystander syndrome. Is like, oh, somebody else will do it. Um, all right. Like if like if you come across an accident, like um, maybe somebody's been hit by a car and they're on a bike. Let's say, what what you do is you grab a person and say, call nine one one. You grab a person and you tell them that. You look them in the eye. You don't say, could somebody call 911? You have to tell somebody to do it because they told me to do it. I'm going to do it. Right. You know, you can't say, oh, somebody do it. Nobody will do it. (laughs) Everybody will be like, oh, I got to go somewhere. You know, and that's, it's funny because that is exactly like in our, even where, like where I work. I have a Jack Handy quote for that. In in Food and Bev, if I say, if I go, all right, everybody, we need to get a cleaning list together and somebody's going to do this, somebody's going to do that, inevitably, nothing is done. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite, Bob will do it. My Jack Handy quote, remember Jack Handy? Yeah, deep thoughts. My my Jack Handy quote was, uh, I think that you should carry two sacks when you're walking down the street because then if someone asks you to do something you can say sorry got these sacks <laughs> <laughs> so hold on I, my favorite jack handy was it better be applicable oh it's not applicable at all but um I'll tell you my favorite is it's applicable because we're talking about jack handy so anyway he's saying um i lived out on a farm with my my grandfather and um my parents and i would go out there all the time and 
my grandfather was taking me on a walk, and I was around the age of 13, and he started telling me about the birds and the bees. He said, son, I'm not going to tell you about the birds and the bees. I'm going to show you. So we walked by one of the pastures, and there on the ground was my mother and father having sex. Whoa. Thank God there's no fact checkers. Jack Handy never wrote a quote that long in the fucking in there, ever. Son, those were the birds and those were the bees. Oh. Good Lord. Uh, that's good. Here's a question. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw one out there. If you could open any kind of bar in Charleston, what would it be? Oh, man, I'm not very good at this. I, I am. Any kind of restaurant, bar. Go ahead, Raps. No, that's you, yeah, y'all, y'all, I'm, I'm throwing the questions. Because right, so, I know exactly what I'd open. I know what you would open. I'll tell you exactly what I would open up. And I know this because I was just recently down in Savannah. And this is um, another plug for a place in Savannah that's right down the road from the Lone Wolf. Like, literally, in the if you, you can walk out of the Lone Roof and be in this place, uh, the, uh, the Lone Wolf, and be in this place in no time whatsoever. Um, but it's called, um, first of all, they have tiny bowling in it. So there's these little bowling alleys. It's mm-hmm. a picture that. looks sweet. And these sweet. tiny ball, balls. And there's a person literally behind this little area that's putting pins up for you to hit the pins down. Oh, wait, they have someone tending that thing? They're, that's Jesus. some of the best part is, like, somebody will roll it, and somebody puts all the pins up. And I'm like, how do you pay it's that? It's in a bar? It's or? in a bar. And there's, like, four little lanes. I was telling someone about it. And I'll they were think like, of the name of it in a second. They were like, how does it... Uh how do the pins go back? I, I I couldn't remember if I saw like they a, literally had somebody putting the pins back up, and it's all it's all it's very popular in the Midwest, and it was absolutely slaying it down in Savannah. I have no doubt that you if ever you were do to bring the axe throwing slay it. No, I, that, that doesn't interest me. me I don't want to. I don't. I don't, I don't know wanna, if I get it. Like, I, I could do I darts. Could, darts is enough for I, me. I like darts at by home. the pool table. You know, I don't want to. I don't know. I, I don't have to show that much masculinity at something. You know, it feels like, yeah. you know, I'm going to throw at an a, axe. At a brewery as well. You know, right. Like, you know, it's like. Mm, as I drink my hoppiest I'll beer, watch you I'm going to throw an axe. But I don't want to throw it. Yeah, I'm with no, you on that Absolutely not. Um, I hear they're safe. A friend of mine, like, um, helps, like, train them or whatever. Like, do the, uh, how they, tra- yeah, train the person before you can throw a fucking hatchet, you know. <laughs> and you're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'm like, whatever. They're like, it's safe. I don't care. I'm not doing it. Standing behind somebody while they do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm good. I grew up fucking dodging those things. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying you to grew up before it was cool. What kind of place up? would you open, Bradley? I would open now, and I even know where. Out? Of course you do. Exactly. You know exactly. Yeah. West Ashley. Right. Down Bees Ferry, where there is absolutely nothing except for people wanting to spend money and go out mm-hmm, and do something mm-hmm. that are over Avondale, over downtown. And I would put a 70s themed Western lounge out there. And I'm telling you, it sounds crazy. Now, what's a lounge? So, what do you mean by lounge? I'm Western. talking a bar that serves. So that's canned the decor. What's the what's the like? What's the food? nuts and bolts of it? Mm-hmm. Bar, you only get canned beer. It is only basic canned beer. There's not even local stuff. Food, it is by the night only. You can only get one thing on Monday, one thing on Tuesday, one thing on blue Wednesday. Blue plate special kind it of thing. It is blue plate every mm-hmm. night, and then there is just one dessert, and that's just pie. That's right. all or there is. Banana pudding. Just whatever pie you make. It's just it. pie. Big That's place, what it says on the menu. Big place, little place? Little place. How, how big? Um, I think we're at 25 seats. Who's, is there music? Yes. So I would imagine 70s country western. None That's of that exactly, new shit, right? Nothing new. But no I did. You're, 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 breaking, Atlanta, you're breaking Paul's heart. I definitely, I definitely stole this idea out of Atlanta. Lloyd's. It's, Lloyd's. Look at, is, the, look at the places like... It is unreal. Rec I, rooms open. Um... 
I just think of places like Brad just said as being a little like that is that would that sounds like to me to be a little too like fatty. I'm fine like, with that like, though. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want a place. That's I like pretentious. a long. I like longevity. I'm I'm like um, uh, Tin Roof Rec Room in the 1990s. Bon Appetit magazine did this like survey on waitresses and waiters, and they said, "What cards impress you?" You know, like when, when mm-hmm. somebody gives you a card. Like American Psycho shit. And people were like, oh, you know, people thought they would say the black card, the gold oh, card. Oh, credit card. Credit card. Yeah. And the number one answer was the cards that work. Yeah. The ones that go through. So you tell me what restaurant impresses me, it's the ones that are still open. Yeah, you got that right. Hyman's. Damn right. Justine's. Yeah. They're still open. I mean, how many places have we known that come and go? Oh, yeah. a, a spot that's been six places. Yeah. You know, rest I mean, in, rest in peace, AMF. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, but, the I mean, best damn restaurant. That's, that's tough. And it should still be open, just like Cumberland should still be open on the market. Yep. You know, instead we moved to King Street and we got an Apple store. Yeah. How many empty storefronts? I'm getting on my pedestal now. How many <laughs> empty storefronts do we have on King Street? Well, I'm because not... the rent's twenty two thousand dollars well, a so, month. So let me ask you this: Is is King Street just becoming a mall? Been there, yeah. Done that. It is. And you have a class on that as well, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I had uh, a bunch of people speak about that, and uh, Boston ba- spoke yeah. at it. Um, an economic uh, ec- economics guy spoke at it. Boston from Recovery Room. Yeah, from Recovery Room. I mean, okay, if I'm standing downtown on King Street at the corner of King and George, corner of King and Calhoun, I'm in the middle of downtown, right? I'm not Upper King and I'm not the market. Right. I want to go have a beer. I want to go have a tap room. Where are you going to send me? You know what? A tap room. Like a tap room. I want to go get South Carolina beers, craft beer, micro beers. Where are you going to send me? And I'm not getting in my car. And where are you at? I'm at the corner of King and Calhoun. Peninsula Grove. Where am I going? King and Calhoun? King and Calhoun, right in the middle the of downtown. The only place is that And you got to go south. That place upstairs. Where? You know? Above, what uh, place? Above where Mama Kim's used to be. It's the only place you're going to walk into. And it's... Tell me the Bangkok Lounge? What place no, are you talking uh, about? There's like a sports bar type. It's the only place you're going to get any beer. Why don't we have a brewery? Or a tap oh, room you, downtown. Because you, you can't afford it. Yeah, can't afford course. it. Can't right. afford it. Right. And, and you got to get in your car, right. and you got to go to Revelry. You got to go to Home Team. You got to go to Lewis. You got to go to Edmonds O's. So, so Lagunitas obviously tried to do that at South End Brewery. No, they failed because of the building and the fact the thing was just wrecked. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, before it was wrecked, let's just be honest, South End Brewery oh. had some of the worst beer in Charleston. Yeah. But I also think down. I don't think Lagun- I ever had it. Lagunitas butchered that. Yeah. No they, no, they attempted something, and then they realized that they just had not. Now, done if it was homework. 1992, that was the only place you could have gone. Yeah, and and same thing with Palmetto, 1996. You know, there were two breweries in town, South End and Palmetto, and then Coast, of course. But why don't we have a brewery where but, tourists can be? Right, they don't have to get in their car. No one can afford to do it. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, hold on, they have distilleries. They can do that, but I guess that that. But that, those are closing too. Well, yeah. They're moving for bigger spaces. John's for, Island, yeah. Park Circle. Yeah, they're not closing the necessarily. They're definitely moving out. 
so how, you know, being somebody that researches and studies this and, and how does Charleston grow in a positive direction mm. where it's um, worthwhile uh, to come here? We don't lose our identity yep. and we're able to adapt and, and go with how the cultural uh, phenomenon or the way it goes. I, I, I mean, that's what I want. I mean, is that the million dollar question? That's the million dollar question. And build 526. If I'm going out, <laughs> I mean, if I'm going out, I'm going to Edmonds Oast. I'm going to Revelry. Um, I'm going to Munkle. So you can park. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and, and I Uber. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so maybe the answer is to build up other sides of town and then create uh, tradition there. I love the spot, King Street Grill, where it's gone. You yeah. know, that's a beautiful Big space. Spot. Big spot. You could go in. You could have TV screens. Mm-hmm. You could Grill have still open. No, the no. space oh. is still there. Oh, you're talking about where yeah. they were. Where they were. Yeah. The original one. Yeah. They're still open in other places. But could you imagine having a place that's just happening right there on King Street, yeah. like Bangkok Lounge is happening? It's gonna. Um, I think it's gonna come back. I think it's gonna. It, it ebbs and flows. There's, and then what do we do about the market in East Bay Street? There's not nothing down there though. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. Like there's some, there's some stuff down there. Chain joint. Oh, Door no, Brothers? I mean, closed. you guys been to Door Brothers? No. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they better be closed. Breaking news. We can edit that yeah. out. Breaking news. <laughs> I'm almost 100% certain Gen Joint is closed. All right. Well, However, I tell you, you got to back up your facts. Damn, I didn't no, know No, there's that. no fact checkers on here, and that's why we have the disclaimer. However, <laughs> um, the Door Brothers, like you said, Bob, that is yeah. a legit spot Yo, that Door I love is... all day, every day. Yeah, I agree. Megan kills it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah. You yeah. know, and let's. I hope. I mean, but but you know what? They're 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 just closets of, of places. They're super small. No one can afford to have that shit. Yeah. I mean, um, look hopefully. at the beer selection y'all have. You know, I mean, imagine if that was right on King Street. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, we wouldn't be able to afford the beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, for you have to, I mean, you know, anyway. You got to pay for it. No, you're right. We need to. We need to let this. We need to let the city go up a little more. You know I think saying? there's yeah. a law that prohibits that at this point in time, yeah. saying that things can be built higher than any of the church steeples. It's like one certain. Well, when Bradley runs like for mayor, that's number oh. one. That's Paul we'll swears get, up and down. What's we'll number get everything, one? What's we'll get everything one? done. Legal, but cannabis. for real, man. What's it? Uh, no, what's one thing you could do? That I would. The main thing as someone born and as raised from born and raised West Ashley. What's the first thing that you, if you were to be made mayor? So like, not making weed legal. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like, I wouldn't do that because I don't smoke anyway. But. My number one thing would 1,000% be the roads. And I know that's the easy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to say flooding. Let's be honest. Do you like Mike Seekings Charleston's going here? underwater. I mean, I get it. I've been here. It's always flooded. always will. But road-wise, I mean. you like Mike Seekings from here? Nah, I actually didn't vote for him. I voted for... Uh, oh, we're getting political now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah I voted, I voted Gary White, and then I'm going to vote Tech stop, on the... Stop, stop. I don't know if I have to edit this out. So um, I don't know if we should edit my last statement out or not. I don't want to. I don't want to edit any of these substantial Google search that really only took three seconds to realize the Gen Joy is in fact opening and kicking, and we're probably going to have to do a podcast from there if this ever gets big, just to say we're sorry. <laughs> um, which I, I went by say, there the other night and, and they were listen, open. If, I was kind of wondering if we have to do a podcast from the Gen Joint to apologize for my misrepresentation of it. Would you come along with us? Yeah, oh, we'll okay. definitely yeah, go down. Yeah, there. I'm sure they'd love that. Yeah. Hey guys, why yeah, are y'all probably, here? They're probably dying for us to take up four of their booths for <laughs> all fucking night, <laughs> half of their dining room. Yeah. Yeah, I think we get you probably got to get a little bigger than we want to do that. So Doc, uh, Paul, Doc yeah, Roof, yeah. Doc Roof in the house. Yeah. So 
for many years, we traveled by uh-huh. Amtrak. Amtrak, two trains. Because neither of us are fans of airplanes. I like planes fine. You didn't get on them he's after put, September 11th he's, he's for a long to put time. Them on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't mess with I, I'm not a plane guy. I do not like flying. Number he one fear. He just flew to Denver. Yeah, well, you know, there's still I <laughs> still didn't love it. You conquered your number one fear <laughs> yeah. last week. Yes, yes. So, but the train, it's always been one of these weird things in kind of Americana weirdness, back roads, small town that mean you have both always really dug. Um what do you most like taking the train somewhere? What is your favorite part of getting on that Amtrak? I mean, going to the club car. Damn right. Number one thing is going to yeah. the club car and cold and, and looking at Bradley and Bradley looking at me and saying, you know, we're in an aluminum tunnel <laughs> going 80 miles per hour right now. And this thing was built in the 60s. You know, I mean, it doesn't make a bit of sense. Yeah, it's safer though, somehow. And, and, and he looks around, he goes, there ain't a normal person in here <laughs> at all. Because all the, the normal people take planes. Yeah. yeah you're right. I mean, a weirdo takes the Greyhound, a yeah. weirdo takes the um, train. Yeah. Because you're not really worried about getting there at a certain time. I mean, I have to fly places, making connecting flights stresses it's me so, out. Oh, man. It's just miserable. You're thrown in there like a sardine. We've been, but when you're on the train, you're just walking up and down. And we oh, sat yeah, in great. the club car last time we were on the train, I think, and somebody pulled out a blender out their backpack and was making <laughs> what mixed drinks because you're allowed to bring your own alcohol and your <laughs> oh, own. People have knives. Yeah, there's like <laughs> no security. A yeah. blender. Yeah. No security. You can smoke. I mean, oh yeah. So this person had a blender. So where do you plug up? Yeah. Where do you plug up in a blender? Right there, uh, in the phone charger spot. The phone and, charger. Yeah, they plugged right in, and, and they were Rocky like, Mount, oh, "Rocky Mount, you yeah, Rocky I mean, Mount." Yeah, Rocky Mount. Would anybody like a Bahama Mama? It was street, man. Oh, and That's you get funny. like a, this nice little. Everybody's playing cards. Yeah, you're talking to strangers. Yeah, my mom takes. People trains. don't talk to people they don't know in this country. But the train, you talk to people you don't know. Well, my mom otherwise, you just hear. Well, you're on the goddamn thing for 45 hours, so you got to do something. So I took a couple of trains when I was in Europe. I backpacked across Europe when I graduated from high school, saved up some money, and we decided to take the trains the entire way. And I, you know, I was 18. I was like, you know, smoking cigarettes. Being, I was like, let's get this smoking cart, you know. So we do an overnight train to from from uh, Paris to Madrid on a smoking cart, and Europeans smoke like you wouldn't believe. Imagine any airplane, you know, the little smoking area that you've seen that like you can barely even make out their faces because you walk by and they're like, "Oh my god, there's a lot of smoke in there." Imagine that on a train for twenty, like for about eighteen hours. Terrible. Like we aged ten yeah. years. You got lung oh. cancer on the way back. Yep, oh. <laughs> on the way there. <laughs> God. Shit. Growing up in Michigan, your old man smokes three packs of fucking reds a day in a fucking ranger. Damn. Yeah, I know what that shit's like, man. Bob's <laughs> yeah. like, you're talking about yeah. second grade. You had to go to fucking Europe to find that shit. I could have come up to fucking Flint. I could I got a lot of that yeah, shit. You blink and you smell smoke. Shit. Like my dad made me smoke a, my my dad made me smoke. A pack of cigarettes with a bucket on my head when he found that shit. I, Whoa, a pack? You, so you had to smoke the entire pack with a bucket on your head? Yeah. Burton Salty. It's a local condiment company brought to you by veteran-owned, female-owned Chris Miller and executive chef Bob Cook. The one and only condiment company out of the low country for all of your condiment needs. Make sure you visit Burton Salty on Instagram, Facebook, and any local packaging store that may carry it. Request it at your local grocery. Burton Salty, a company by a veteran, for a veteran, and for you. 
This is uh, Matthew. He's uh, just made his uh, seventh, eighth, and ninth, ba- uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth basketball team, right? Tell me your favorite sneaker. Jordan 1. The Jordan uh, 1? Jordan 1. Why is Jordan 1 your favorite? Because I like it. How much do those cost? Bradley looks like he's got a question. Come on, give Bradley. Bradley, Bradley no I just sneakers. wonder how is it living with a dad where he that he won't buy you your favorite sneakers because he's so cheap. Oh please, that is not the that you know how many of those there are in this country. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. Oh, 100 bucks. Aren't there like some Jordans that are like thousands? Yeah. Like thousands and thousands like, of dollars. Like the PEs. Yeah. yeah the PEs are those like so. Of course. Yeah. Awesome. All the apps. <laughs> Sneaker. Drop a couple more sneaker knowledge on us real quick. What? I was telling them, everyone on the radio, about how out of touch your dad, who teaches pop culture and teaches, like, about stuff being hip, how he's not hip. You can back me up on that, right? He doesn't know anything. Anything. I know. It's wild. That's why they're interviewing me. See ya. (laughs) Shut the garage door. (laughs) You want to do a... Oh, you wanted to ask about the, the poster there. Yeah. So... Isn't there, is there a poster in this room that is somehow better looking than one, another? Well, yeah, it's hanging up there on the wall of me. Oh, no. <laughs> when I had a beard. Oh, the one of Bob. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the, 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 the picture of you, Bob? Yeah. yeah I guess so. What, what's, what's the story behind that, um, Paul? I mean, uh, Bad John took that photo, right, a couple years ago. And uh, we were still running the Holy City Beard and Mustache Society. And what year was that? 2017? And we just, yeah, yeah, seventeen. So that's what that was the last one we did, because they've yeah. done the two yeah, posters right. since then. That's when Bad John was doing oh, his yeah. black and white headshots. He's back at that. He's back at that. I like this new series. He's yeah. doing Polaroids. the Polaroids. Yeah. I, this is. I think my. At first, I liked this one better when I was kind of comparing the two in my head. But yeah. I, now that I see more and more and more of these Polaroids, I really like yeah, this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, Bad John will be a future guest that hopefully maybe yeah, you know yeah, you know he's going. We can get him to come on here. He's good people. He's got it. He does some cool stuff. Man. Yeah. Is Coast Dave going to be a future guest? I want him to be. I mean, that'd be fun. We could all go at the brewery. I'm, I'm inviting myself. It's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is the the host the co-host can the co-hosts can change. You you can have my spot one day, Paul, for a quick yeah, we'll I see. Mean, we'll just, see who I mean, I can, I can dream. <laughs> I, I have to. I can dream. You know. <laughs> I have to say, like back to this picture of Bob. Like oh, yeah. so. I don't know, Brad. We'll get a picture of that. Will you kind of set this picture up? What are we looking at here? So we've, uh, it's obviously the poster for the music farm for the big competition, bringing about a thousand people into the music farm in May. We have got Bob Cook, raccoon eyed, deep thought. I mean, I'm talking some real serious killer shit. It was made into a pen, too. Like, this is is actually one of my favorite pictures. I mean, Bob's got his classic. If you know Bob, he's got his classic. The thick corduroy kind of overshirt. Green corduroy. That could be the yeah. vest. It could be a shirt, or it can be an overshirt. It's multi-purpose. That thick Bob shirt. Yep. It's a good look, Bob. It's He's Eddie Vedder shirt. So, like oh, Eddie Vedder that shirt. is. Yeah, That's maybe. 92 Jeremy. Pink Pink Pop Festival. Yeah. I like that So, so we got comparison. a Burton Salty uh, Thai chili, uh, chili glaze, the, the, the uh, Tuk Tuk Elephant shirt on. Yes. And it's black and white. Me and you hung out before that. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the um, the poster that I. What did we? How did we decide we we're gonna do that? I was like, "Yo, let's go get let's go do that big that bad John um, yeah. photo thing," and we figured out where it was. 
And uh, yo, let's go do that. Yeah, bad job I was like, I wanted to get. That's in how the big decisions happen. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's exactly so, how it really happened. And this <laughs> is that. And then this is <laughs> what like, happens, yo, let's go right? Fuck with bad John. So here's We're what. Bored. Here's what I always do. You, you text bad John. Where are we gonna do this? Like day of maybe, or like n- yeah. next morning. I'm on my way. Where do I go? He'll tell you. We were at your boy's... Uh, Eric Bass's studio. Sl- yeah, Eric Bass's studio. But yeah. before that, I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to... I'm, I'm really big into, like, immersion shit, you know? Yeah. So I said, I wanted to... I thought about what I wanted to look like for the picture, because I knew he wasn't going to let me smile. Because I, I, I said, he, I know he's not going to let me smile. I wanted to be the one guy in the whole thing that was smiling. Bad John like, wouldn't let you Ear to ear. But that you you he wouldn't look, wasn't gonna let anybody smile in it. So I said I, I'm thinking to myself that motherfucker. I know he's not gonna let me smile. So I'm gonna do something. I want to I want to immerse myself in a, in in whatever I'm gonna have on my face. I want to figure out how I can immerse myself. Which so was I called Brad and I said, "Yo, listen, let's go to what's your oh man, what's it called? Spit it out. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, what's it?" The taco buffet. What is what's that? The, the Hold on, it was El Dorado. El Dorado taco buffet. I said, I want the, I want the, God, the I, I want to, call I want, new name. I want the look on my face to be discouraged stomach, just from eating as much Mexican buffet as I possibly can. And we did. We, I ate. I can't even tell you how many plates of tacos and chicken wings. wings. And they got this liver oh. thing. They got this liver and onion, liver, liver pepper joint. and onions you put on a tortilla. Ooh-wee. I have never eaten so much in my life, and that is just the look that happened when I like my natural face. I, and I just sat there and looked at the camera, and that's that's. And the as look. soon as and Paul and I tell. saw it, we're yeah, like, we said that's, that's the poster. The poster. <laughs> we said that's <laughs> the, we're like that's <laughs> the freaking I mean, poster. Because what says I do like that picture more than like that. that picture. Yeah, that's a good picture. It's like. This is what time it is. That's also like the first picture that was that that got like a little bit of traction of me when I had hair. Like I I never oh, you know what, you, you know what I mean. Shaved head. Yeah, because like, so like pretended to be bald. Most of the yeah. <laughs> Here we go Luxury. again. GQ GQ pretend to be bald. Here pretend we go. To be bald. Remember, oh, I got no. the blade. Yeah, Let's see, go. Well, little remember did we know that was a trend. I was in GQ when I had my hair was like yours. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sick fuck. This <laughs> Rogaine worked. Yeah, it it took. No, I just didn't waste the money. <laughs> so, anyways, that was the most like that was the first the the, the first picture of me that kind of got some popularity that with hair. So, like that was the the one that everybody kind of poked fun at me with. Well, you know, you're a groupie, Al, Alice. Right? You, <laughs> yeah. you know Alice. Oh yeah. Um, she she met. Yeah, me, we all know Alice. She met me at the Harris Teeter, and I sold her a pen. That pen still she going wanted around. a pen of your face on her lapel. Forgot we made it into a pen. Yeah, we yeah. made it. Do we that have was, any here? I mean, we may have one. There's or two. still like I mean, two I or three. We have left. to give Ryan one. So it's sold out. We have to put that in the restaurant. Somewhere. It's sold out. I mean, it was gone. I might have one left. I have to look. Really? Maybe That's we should. Let's, Bob, do you yo, still have the pen? Let's let's roasting goats pin a couple. Let's let's. Uh, roasting yo, you goats needs some its own pen. You want to spend some money on some merch? You want to spend some money, bro? Spend some money on some merch. Where did roasting goats as a name come from? Just liked the, I just liked how it sounded. I was like, uh, I was thinking, we came up with a couple that were like, we couldn't really, none that we really loved, right? No, nothing that we really loved. It's kind of like a, thinking of a name of something, like before you actually do it, is a very forced thing, you know? It's kind of like, what, what are we going to name this? I don't know, what are we going to be doing? I don't know, we're going to be shooting the shit, we're going to be talking to people, but roasting goats makes it sound like we're, you know, taking people and roasting them and that sort of thing, which is not, it's like a double entendre. It's yeah, it's like, just, you're, 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 Shooting shit with the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. I, I'll Thanks, fulfill Paul. the greatest of all time. Yeah, it's really what it is. I, I mean, honestly, I was thinking about like I, I thought about 
what is something that I would want to do as a chef? Like, what would I, what would I want to be cool doing, sitting around with my friends? And I actually, that's what I thought of. I would want to roast a goat, hang out, and shoot the shit. And I was like, roasting goats is the greatest name. Where's I've ever the heard. Christmas party this year for roasting goats? I, I'd like to. Right here? I'd like to know. Oh, so man. far, this is the best location we've been to. Hey, I mean, in the fire pit, it ain't even going. If I put the tent you know. out, we put the fire pit on. Yo, I got a we, new... Uh, we get some barbecue. We, we, maybe we that get a Tahachina going. What if we got every guest that we got on from Roasting Goats up until that point, invited them, got a plus one, and just yeah, you know, we'll, did we'll that. Probably, hey, we'll, let, we'll make something I'm work. Down. I'm yeah. down. We'll have good We'll have good food. My neighbors will show up like... <laughs> party of Paul's. Yeah, I do like that idea. <laughs> Who are these people? Oh, We're roasting goats, bitches. It could be an opening. It could be also like an opening party for the roasting goats being live. We're probably gonna be. It's it's probably gonna be a couple weeks from right now. That's about perfect time for a holiday party. A little when, when are we know gonna be in the city paper? Right now, city is. paper's got to be next. You think so? Yeah, city paper. I mean, city paper for what? This? Uh, yeah, and we're doing a doing an ad for that, like doing a article saying, "Have y'all checked out the roasting yeah, goats?" I guess it probably. Well, guess what? Right? Why don't you drop them a dime, tip your local eater, and tell them you can because we I can't. I got to tip shit. Oh, I mean, I'll just tell them Doc's in the house and, uh, you know, check out Roasts and Goats because that's what time it is. You are right. Right? Dave, I mean, look, at if we're going to, Doc's are launching. This is, yeah. this is the coolest thing happening to you in a long time. Well, no, <laughs> in the city. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, really. really? What's really? everybody well, else Paul, doing? you're sweet. You know, you're walk, sweet. walking around King Street trying to stay warm right now? Yeah. Shit, I think they're probably, like, Matt's actually doing something cool. What's up, but... buddy? I don't know. You're, you're, a sweet, you're a sweet man, Paul. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Grandma. I appreciate you being you on and with your us. Grandma. I think we're going to um, get nonsensical here and, and try to bring it back in. Uh, do you guys want to do some uh, Q&A? Yeah. Yeah, let's do a little Q&A. Um, you know, this question is for everybody. Obviously, we're going to start with our, our, our guest here. Um, can we just, should we segue the questions? Are we doing no, the questions? We're, just, we're live. We're, I mean, think that we're live. Let's just go. All right. So, uh, Paul. Yes. I have to ask you a couple of questions. Just these rapid fire. If you could go back in time to any period in the 20th century and be a on-site there first to arrive, where would you go? I, I, I'm fascinated with the JFK assassination, you know, and mm-hmm. I love the Titanic. You know, I, I, I have a weird... What part of either one of those stories, would um, that, what moment would you go JFK, to? JFK, you know, I, I just don't know whether I believe, I don't want to go down the conspiracy crazy path, but... So you, you know, want to go to JFK so you know who did it? Yeah. Is that your fascination? I want to know, like... You want to be in the room where the You want to hang out at the grassy knoll. Yeah, already be there. I want to be, be like, there around. in yeah. Dallas. On FaceTime. It, right there. Word. And I want to see what happens. Because um, I can't one, believe... One, two, three, four. Part of me cannot fathom that we had a president that was like he was a good looking guy i mean he was like a good looking model-esque new england style person in the 60s we politicians aren't that good looking anymore right number two bill clinton who but secondly like titanic I mean, just to be you on and that I have ship. talked about that yeah i, I think mean, the titanic, titanic fascinates me. there's something weird like you knew you were going down what would you do? Jump in that goddamn Wait, boat. Wait, hang on. Well, that's, that's, Move that, over, Rose. That's kind of yeah. the question. But, like, so the question is what moment? Like, you, you get to see a frozen moment in time. 
in a lot of ways, he answered that. You know, I guess like, it was JFK, he said, he said huh? he's fascinated. Yeah, I guess he said it's JFK. What about the, what? What? Is, what about the Titanic? What moment did you? Would want you to like see? to board the ship and just take it all the way around? I'd, I'd like to. As as crazy as it sounds, I'd like to be in the water and watch it go down. That would I'd be like a cool. I'd like to be angle. on a lifeboat. Yeah. And and, and the I, women I would and hate children? to see a thousand of people course. lose their lives. Even if they say the ship was the ship was empty. You know, it's. I mean, that was a moment, 1912, yeah. right before World War One. I. I mean, um, uh, the world was the industrial age, right. these titans of the industry. How how did this? How how did you screw up so bad that this ship went down? When all you had to do was, you know, take a left turn. All this technology and, you, and stuff. We'd all and be you... down in, you know, New York by then. It's a it's it's a great answer. I, like I I, I kind of want to answer the question too because I've thought about it as well. Obviously, in asking other people questions, but I feel like the period of time that the, the thing that I would want to be the first person to like first witness, witness somewhere yeah. would be the crash at Roswell, just so I could know. Definitively, You're one kinda, way or the other. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Like, what if you did write up and go, "Holy shit, it's actually a down UFO," and there are alien bodies that are like, "Help me!" You know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it'd be psychic. Yeah. I'd hear it in my head. But um, like, just to know that. Or what if I roll up and it's just a bunch of like aluminum foil and a weather balloon? And I'm yeah. like, why the hell did this story like start perpetuating? You know, one way or the other. All of this stuff. Oh, so you're saying like whatever. One way or the I- other, I'm going to get a definitive answer about a moment in time that is driven popular conspiracy yeah. and popular denial for 60, 70 years. Sure. The moon would be cool, too. The moon landing. To be on the lunar... Yeah, to be with Neil Armstrong and... Or, like... You know, or on a California Do we consider the conspiracies stage. in here or not? Like, <laughs> Whichever that's one what, I feel like that's what yours is. It is, but 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 mine is also there was a moment in time that actually happened. There's no conspiracy that but, something happened. There's a conspiracy about what it was. Yeah, but, but like, I would be able to tell. Yeah. yeah. What if it was definitively like, you would, what you if would it, witness it? But what if it was like? So you're saying even if it was people that like drove some metal out on a on a flatbed into the desert and dumped it in the street. You'd still want to see that moment, is what you're saying? Absolutely, because okay. I would know if that was something because it launched popular UFO right. culture, and as, and right now we're starting to learn so many different things about that sort of thing. But this was the first. This was the real, not the first, but one of the most. This is the most famous account of anything like that happening. I'd get to check it out myself. Yeah. Here's another thing. What if you could have the very first beer that was ever made in the world? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, that's you a go good back centuries. For, you gotta go back far. Centuries, and you'd be like, "This is like, you know, who oh, knows not, what it would taste like, you know, oh, in I'm the sure desert was, somewhere." The very first something that would well, be I mean, you know, technically classified as a beer. I think I've probably tasted it. that. <laughs> you know, like make it trying to make. You have to make. <laughs> you have to make the, alcohol to make uh, right. vinegar. Yeah. To make you know to make vinegar, you have to sort of make an alcoholic substance. So to yeah. make a to make like a fruit. Alcohol, you have to, you know, first make promote the microorganism to make the vinegar, so, and then make the alcohol. So I think probably that's probably probably technically what what it tasted like. Yeah, you know. right. But maybe the first thing that was like, okay, we're gonna pass it around and oh, like hey, this is pretty oh, fucking weed, good. You mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Who knows when I that? I think was. that came first. Wait, that, did it? What are the questions we got? So, Paul, what is your most Irrational fear. Now, something that's probably never going to harm you or ever be a factor that you just gives you the creeps. Water. 
I mean, I water freaks. You live me on out. the water. I know. It do, I don't like. Uh, I, I maybe, but not like uh, like OCD. Like you can drink a glass of water, see a glass yeah, of water, sitting but there. just like you know, like being like drowning like or something. in the ocean. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I love the ocean. I love being on the water. I love fishing. I love being on a boat. But sometimes it's like you know, this will take you out. Yeah. You know, it's it. It goes back to the Titanic, I guess. I get weird um, when I go down underwater and look out and can't see anything. That that ominous thing kind of creeps me out. When you're under it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, what I don't dig about water is I can mess with clear water. So like Bahamas. When it's murky. Dude, I love a good snorkel and you're kicking around. It's just right. some dope fish swimming. You're like, yo, what's good? But when like I'm in some like water. Folly Beach water, right, right. and that thing bumps your foot, <laughs> and it can be what it is, or you step on some slime, <laughs> I'm hauling ass, yeah. dude. I just don't like it. Yeah. All right, next question. What uh, What was the first crime you ever committed in which you got caught? Oh, um, we were at the Winn Dixie. I was probably five or six years old, standing in the checkout. Where? Line what town? In Columbia. And, 1966. Uh, I said, uh, I want that bubble gum. My dad said, You're not, you can't have that bubble gum. And I took it. Five and your dad's discount. Your dad is an attorney. Yeah, I took that gum and I stole it. And then we were riding back home and I'm sitting there smacking the bubble gum, chewing it. And he looked at me and goes, Where'd you get that bubble gum? He knew exactly where I got it. He turned around, drove us back to the Wind Dixie, said, Apologize, apologize to the uh, manager. And the manager goes, they all do it. <laughs> and my dad goes, that's not the lesson I was trying to teach him. So, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, it's just gum. So I got home. Son, your dad whooped that This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. And I got a spanking. And, you know. You got, you you got know, turned on. Whipped, belt, everything. Joe wasn't uh, playing. I remember that. You know, oh, you yeah. remember I'm 47 years old. I remember being seven or six or five yeah, but I used to get and the back stealing of the, a pack of gum. Back of the thigh you ones. You know, I mean. And you I hadn't was, done nothing since then. I, I, straightened I was crying you. before that belt hit me. I straightened you right up. <laughs> that was the last time you messed around, too. Well, there were there were there was that toilet paper night, but that's a whole. Yeah, there was also that eggs. like that that putting your your bearded uh, portrait on a beer <laughs> can. Beer that can. was much more evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Theft. Who knew that was only a precursor. Yeah, wow. You, know? they, you but, already knew the life of crime was ahead of you. Um, so, what was your uh, what was your crazy encounter you've ever had with a wild or domestic animal? So, I was told before I went out to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for the first time. My buddies were playing a practical joke on me. They said, we're going to the Gum Barrel Steakhouse, and you can kill your own cow. You get to go out to the, uh, the uh, pasture, pasture, the stalls, or whatever they were, um, and you shoot the cow. And then they cook it for you that night. Which would be That dope. sounds horrifying. <laughs> I fell for it. <laughs> Did you go out in the pasture? So, no, no. It's like pick your own lobster. They, they had a corral. Cow. So, like, there's a corral. You get a <laughs> shotgun and you put it to the head of the cow. Dude, and I'm you, tot- I would be totally game for that. And I, like, think, I and like, I think this would I was work. I like, I'll do it. I'll do it, man. And for six months before we went to um, Wyoming, they're like, you're going to kill your own cow. You know, because it used to be like you're going to cook your own steak. So they just totally snowballed me. Got like, bamboozled. You're kill your own cow. Only like, you got out there thinking you were a bad motherfucker. Six months. I was telling people in bars. We'd be out <laughs> drinking in Columbia. I said, I'm killing my own cow. <laughs> the worst part is everyone believed it because there was no internet back then. <laughs> so then we're on a bus in 
Jackson Hole. And it's just randomly. And these people say, yeah, we ate at the gun barrel last night. And they're all looking like, oh, my God, Paul's going to say something. And I said, yeah, well, I'm, I'm shooting my own cow there tomorrow night. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> they just looked at me like, what? Who's so, this rodeo captain? So it was called the, they, they jokingly called it the cow special. So they pretended to make reservations because we got there on a Friday night, Saturday night. We are going there. They said, uh, we have a party of four for the cow special tomorrow night. They pretended to do it on the phone. And uh, we all walk in, you know. They go, Paul, you know, we're going to take some pictures out there. You go up to the receptionist and tell them about the cow special. (laughs) (laughs) This is 1996. And uh, I walk up there and say, uh, uh, party of four for the cow special. And she looked at me. She goes, what are you talking about? I was like, "Uh, cow special. Um, We have the corral out back. (laughs) She looks at me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I look around. They're out there laughing in the snow, like oh rolling around, like you Damn. fucking idiot. You, know? you never told the girl and, that I'm here I to kill the cow. And I run out there, and I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You know? man. I mean, a six month practical joke, dude. That's oh. really good. You know what's great about that is because that was that was a, a, a question about what your craziest encounter with an animal was, and there was no animal. Your your, your animal encounter was actually scared. with a steak that was just on your plate. <laughs> that's I think that's I like a good that one. a lot. It was a hell of a steak, though. Oh my yeah. god, you know, I didn't kill it though. Good one. So, Paul, who was your high school nemesis and why? Um, <laughs> he's going to love this. Now, Bradley, you, you got the thing I sent you today about Greg. Yes. Oh, what a legend. Legend. So, Greg, Greg Hughes is a great friend of mine since I was three years old, but Chris Campbell is another good friend of mine since six years old, and um, he was, we were on the tennis team together at Irmo, and he just always beat me. And... Uh, he was he was my nemesis. He didn't know that till yeah, I now. Forgot, I forgot you I'm played tennis. I'm gonna send him state champion, 1989. State champion, three three years in a right. row, and I'm gonna send him this podcast and say, and "Look the here, pictures up there on the wall. You were you were my nemesis." Hey man, it's hard to look through all these pictures of Paul. I don't you know how to you oh, can talk the, about a lot of different stuff. The big stuff. dweeb in the glasses up there. That's Bono. Bono. Right. That's Bono. That's Bono. <laughs> Same thing. right? Oh wait, hold on. That's the YouTube. <laughs> wait, wait. You won the title in '89, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. What title? State. State championship. Champion, yeah. Oh, nice. Three years in a row. Irmo. Didn't you go to... Now, Irmo is a town outside of Columbia, and it's a railroad crossing. And it's uh, I-R-M-O, and it's where Irving met the Moore. Irving and Moore, and they combine the first two letters of each of those last names to make the town Irmo. Trivia by that. Doc Ruth. Yeah. Wow. Random, useless that's some, information. That's some bad Bring it, shit son. Right there. Bring it, son. I don't think anybody in didn't you, knows Didn't that. you study in China or play tennis in China or something for uh, a while? I studied in China. I taught in China Summer in school. 2011. I went over there for a month. Got sick as a dog. Came back like I was like 180 pounds when I came back. I was like fighting weight, you know? <laughs> Paul yeah. called me and he's like, yo, dude, remember I thought I was going to eat all this dope sushi? He's like, Oh, that killed. shit was disgusting. I was on, I was on the toilet. He's for like, a I was hours on the straight. toilet for the whole trip. I mean, you, you just anybody who stays there for a length of time, it hits them. Yeah, because you got your body will change. It got me after five or five or six days. Yeah, it, it. I don't think there's any way around it. I thought I drank too much water, but it's, where in it's China? You mean in this is in Bangkok? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was. I looked at my TA and I said, I got to go to the bathroom. She goes, I know. Yeah. She goes, I know what you got to do. We know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Take the weekend off. <laughs> take the weekend off. My and shit see you Monday. My shit took a weekend. Oh, my God. And then I went, well, yeah. Anyways, different story. Ooh, nah. 
The sea was angry. Who not? The sea was angry that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, what else? Yeah, if I you tell you it was form? a foot, it was 10 feet, you know, George. <laughs> yeah. I think when you were telling me about Irmo, it reminded me, here's a good, here's a topic I like to ask people. Your, um, your, your voice reminded me of uh, Harlan Pepper. Are you a, a what is that? Uh, cr- are you a Chris Guest fan, movies fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harlan Pepper's the, um, the guy from uh, Best in Show. Best, Best in Show. The, he's the one with the hound dog. Yeah, I yeah. can name just about. Yeah, when he's, you were like, Irmo, you know, it's the name of a town. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's your favorite? Do you, have a, do you have a favorite Chris Guest movie? Well, Spinal Tap. Uh, yes. Um, and I saw Spinal Tap in concert oh, in cool. Atlanta. Nice. Um, in on the Break Like the Wind tour. Break Like the Wind tour. You lost me. I was I was following you until you had through the tour in there. So they um, they played at the Peachtree Center right off of uh they played in the Egyptian. How the hell does Paul remember everything that's ever happened to him? And the year and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I got well in 2013. Well, dude, I will tell you interesting fact Somewhere about down. Paul Roof. The reason he remembers. And this is this is some weird shit that you really got to know someone. Oh. He has a book, right? <laughs> Remember how like the old school day planner thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a calendar for the whole year. Yeah, and he has the whole year written and planned. Yeah, for the whole year, everything vacations to he, if he has to stop at Walmart, the whole thing is planned in a book by time every single day. It's not that crazy, well, but Paul, like- you scratch the shit off as it happens. If and you if, highlight the important ones. So we, when we were working together, um, we'd be at some place, and they'd be, get out your calendar. And Bradley would be like, watch, Paul. He'll get out a real <laughs> some calendar. Some gnarly ass. Dude, I, get I, out ha- I have one of those. Did yeah, Bradley get on the calendar? Are we on the calendar? Yeah, oh, totally. He oh, won't man, can totally. we get a picture he, of that? Picture it that? says podcast. You, you but don't see, understand. I didn't know the time because I had to email you. I said, what time and where? Because if it's not on his calendar... He won't happen. do it. See, I take a Sharpie and I cross through it. Oh, yeah, you got it. After Dude, I do it. I'm a big, sucks. that's my favorite time of the of anything is. Love crossing zick, through something. that one. It's done. Yep. It's and, it, done. and the it's Sharpie, over. the texture of that Sharpie. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yep. That's nice. I feel it. Feels that. good. Yep. Feels good to have it done. I was talking about favorite. What's your favorite texture the other day? Like thing to touch? You know, what's your what's your favorite? Texture touch and that like a sharpie on brand new paper is a Love nice sharpies. feel. Is a nice feeling. Um, what else? What else we got? Do we got any more I, questions? I, I thought I had. We a got few a bunch more questions. Tickets. All right, yeah, let's hear it. Let's uh, go. If we, I mean, if we can, if we can hit on your, um, I don't know. I always just think this is a cool thing to know about somebody. What What was the first Halloween costume you remember putting on? Having? I, I dressed in drag. <laughs> oh, Jesus how do you Christ. Hey, how old were you? This would have been probably like seventy nine, eighty two. And uh, I used to look at old pictures of my brothers. Was it even and, funny like, back they then? wore my mom's wig, you know, like Dolly Parton wig or whatever. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So I grabbed an old dress, put a Dolly Parton wig on, put some glasses, and Atlanta Braves hat. And I was... Uh, um, wait, wait, hold on. The Atlanta, what's the Atlanta Braves hat? How was that supposed to tie the It's just probably the like in the closet somewhere. But how yeah. did that f- factor into your like wearing of drag? Because you're like five or whatever? Because I needed to keep the wig on. The, oh. the the hat oh, kind of okay, kept the wig so yeah, snug. Like, otherwise, it didn't it. look like it was really hair on your head. Right, right. Got it. Yeah, um, yeah. that's that's really good. And stuff. my brothers used to always do in pictures the peace sign because they were emulating hippies. Like, well, well no, yeah. Paul. Everyone actually does that. Like, you know, no, no, peace, no, no. They were like, oh, the hippies peace sign. So, like in the eighties, I was doing like, oh, peace. 
Hello. Whoa. Yikes. Well, Paul, we're on radio, so the picture's not going to matter. That <laughs> yeah, could be fun. All right. Well, pick up your microphone, Paul. All right. What do you think? You guys want to wrap this up? No. You want to keep going? No. What do you want to do? You want to wrap it up? more down. I mean, let's be real. I'm honest. about out of... I got to probably go. I'm out of battery, so... Oh, Bob's bailing on us. Well, we got we got we got a solid hour and a half. You want to do a are there any contest? are there any more really good questions that are gonna cause uh, controversy or something funny? I well, I mean, I like I like the question. Uh, well, don't like if you could eat one food. You know, I, I like food. Well, if you if you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mine mine's ta- tacos or nachos, straight up. What's yours, Paul? Tacos, pizza. Yeah, uh, pi- I knew yeah, you were you're gonna say that. Guy, yeah. I'm a pizza guy. Your pizza over wings. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, that's always been your jam. I love pizzas. Like, uh, I mean, twice a week, once, once a week. Um, Wednesdays, Fridays, Fridays, family night. Pizzas got to be a pretty. So pizza. you're saying like you could change it up, like you could eat pizza, but it could be like pineapple one day, pepperoni another day, or does it have to be the same pizza over and over? Would it have to be like the same hot wings over and over? Or can it be like a different flavor? Mix it up. Um, I, I love burnt cheese. Yeah. If you give me a pizza with burnt cheese, you give me nachos, tacos yeah. mm-hmm. with burnt cheese, cheese grilled cheese sandwich, French cheese onion paper. soup. The cheese, the cheese from the um, burnt on like a on the plate, the hot plate. Yep, exactly. On the corner. Yeah, that's the the cheese paper. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So. Chick fil A cheese paper. Yep. That's the thing. Where should we have a party? Damn, you want to have this party? I want to have a party. I want to go drinking. I want to. I want to go. Eat. He wants to live again. Yeah, I want. I want. I want to get out. I mean, and Paul's I don't like, want to have to do it at your spot. You know, because yeah. if I'm going anywhere, oh, I'm going to Edmonds. Yeah. Where, 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 where would we all go on a Friday night? Tradesmen. All of us plus one. Oh, just us. Yeah. With that's plus not a one, party. that's a just group. going. That's just going out to dinner. Okay. That's just a podcast. That's just, that's just dinner. Right well, you there. tell me, because I'm trades, always looking at Resi. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go to dinner, open table. You're calling me. <laughs> I'm calling Bradley and saying, hey, Oh, God, there's so many restaurants. You know where I'm trying to get is uh, I haven't been to Renzo yet. I know it's terrible. It's been open for a long time now. I've had their stuff a, a, few, a few times at events and stuff. Have you, y'all been in Renzo yet? No, I have once. Heard provisions? Is heard provisions good? I, I've heard it's good. I, I need to me get in too. there, too. There's so many places, Handcrafted man. at Mount Pleasant I really like I right like now. handcraft. Tyler, Tyler's the man. I, I think. I think that uh, Devin also lives in my hood. So, um, my boy Tyler's the does yeah, the cocktails. Yeah, he, I dude, think I, he's I think I think they do an awesome job. Yeah, Jordan, my boy I've been, Jordan, been in there a, a few times recently. Um, I don't know. There's a, I think there's a lot of cool new places, man. You know, you talking new Paul or just like I think, whatever? I mean, like where interesting we, in if general. You could go, yeah, interesting. How about, how about this? Have y'all done? And this is kind of a new West Ashley thing, but uh, the Spanglish joint. Yeah, I yeah, need, yeah. I, need I, to I get drive there. by it, dude, four times a week. I know. I it know. was, I had only done it at Workshop, and I thought it was, like, you know, pretty good or whatever. That restaurant is... I I, I used to like Blue Rose, so I, I, and it's, like, just barely it's in West Ashley. It's hard to go back in yeah. that spot. Blue Rose is weird. Do you remember, do you ever go to yeah. Blue Rose? Those, two, those two old Irish gay yeah, guys? They, yeah. they, they, gave, they gave breakfast me, place, boy. lunch place. Yeah. They gave you a basket of terrible bread when you walked in. Oh, God, that shit oh, was awful. Did, yeah, that, well, they, it was bad. I went for, like, brunch, and they, they came out with these little, like, muffins that were clearly, like... You know, they, a Cisco oh, muffin yeah. with like some butter. And I was like, 
I was like, did, did, I don't know why I even asked it. I was like, did you make these here? And they were like, oh, yeah, we did. I'm yeah, like, and there, it, was, it, was the, it was the oddest <laughs> why thing. Why did I ask? I knew, I knew the answer to the question when I asked it. And then, like, my menu, like, it was like a plastic sleeve, and there was, like, hair in it. Like, like I don't mean, like, a hair. I mean, like, Damn. somebody left a lock of their hair at the Blue Ridge <laughs> Cafe. And we it was used to go There's a lot of hair. I liked it. I, I thought it was all right. It was a fun place to go. Yeah, I mean... I'll, the, the two guys that owned it were like... Cri- Did you ever talk to them? They were yeah. wild. They were yeah. wild. They were really wild. They loved me, boy. They, I, Did could they? Barely, I could barely make it out of that place, boy. Oh, oh John. man. Oh, man. But it was fun. We I went mean, out there one time. I, we were, I was in there one time with my boys, and one of them was just laying it on strong for like brunch, man. You know, we're yeah. hungover, and uh, the lights went out, and they didn't think they were going to find me. After the, when that shit came back on, I thought, boy, I thought he bought. Bossman kidnapped. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, he, boy, they like me. Oh man, they were fun. I can't. I, I can't wait to get into Spanglish. That it's cool. The, yeah, packed too. Oh, it looks so good. All I mean, stuff. my boy Kenneth Andrews, who's uh, he's big on the food trucks. Goes all the really? like, pop up that are, you know all that stuff. Those ham croquettes. Great. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna make it in there. How's the uh, kinfolk? Like I haven't been there. That's one place I want. I've to only go. been once. I thought uh, it was good. Yeah, I've heard lots of good things. You had yeah. been? I mean, Nashville John's fried Island. Kind of thing. John's Island's hard Hot for chicken. me. Yeah. Hot chicken. Yeah. Hot chicken. Yeah. They're uh they're doing a pop up coming up with your boy uh at Quaife. Yeah. Cool. I went to the um the one with at, for, with Oku and right, Quaife, right. and that was well, really. You, good. Yeah, I was about to say you said you loved, right? Oh man, it was it was. You been to Quaife yet, Paul? Yeah, Ooh, I've been there. Boy, does that shit light you up, yeah, or you it's like good. it? It's good. It's good. I like it. Now, as much as, like, I'll say I love, you know, like, Cracker Barrel Waffles and stuff, I get down with the daily. Oh, yeah? At least once a week. Good for you. Like, I mean, 7 a.m., avocado toast. tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. or Friday morning. Ashley Lane used to have that OG food. Hold on. So when you go to the, the bowling alley, you order food. It depends on the bowling alley. Well, Ashley Lane. All right, you go to Ashley Lane, do you order food? You used to be able to, yes. Yeah. Am I so this? Uh, I might. Oh, you're gonna be a snob right I, now. I guess I'm kind of a punk, but I just imagine the idea of like just sinking my hands into a bunch of nachos and then putting my hand in some shoes I've just rented and rolling a ball down the floor and put my hand in those. Well, the, you have much deeper issues with the shoes and the food. It's just you're in the ball and it's just it's just already how it is. That's that Michigan lifestyle. I guess that, I, guess that, I don't know. Man. For me, it's just the idea of like sticking my, my three fingers in like three. We all get the idea. We all heard the story about food at a bowling alley. Oh, no, we haven't all heard it, Bob. <laughs> jalapeno poppers were the, the best thing they what had. Else have, what else is gross? Oh, the lockers? Yeah, come on, man. Like food at a bowling alley. Paul, you know, if, you if, if it's not your thing, it's so not your Paul thing. So Paul just man. took a bathroom break. But, Paul, you didn't hear this. Have you, Ashley Lane's, you remember? Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. where it is. That food was dope, No. Come on, no slushy jalapeno <laughs> poppers, Jello shots. I mean, do you remember how long it took remember? to get that shit? Yeah, forty-five minutes, for already, fifty minutes for a burger. <laughs> yeah, half an hour for a chicken tender basket. You remember, remember the, Slick that used to work there? Yeah, that dude that like yeah, his arm didn't work. Yeah, he had one arm. Yeah, that worked. So I have I like uh, that F and B experience. Oh, oh, here we go. You know, hell yeah. Um, oh. Here we go. <laughs> Bradley was waiting for this. I was, one of the pictures right there was, is me in the blue shirt with uh, Mr. Salicito. So I made all the chicken parmesan, all the chicken wings, all the lasagna, all the spaghetti. It was a mom-and-pop Italian restaurant in Boone, North Carolina at App State. And I was the ba- head of the 
you know, the pizza was the first row, and then the, the meals were the second row, and I did all the meals. Um, and then I worked at Ava D's in Columbia and Al's Upstairs. Which was the first Italian restaurant yes. ever in Columbia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Now, just so everyone knows, Paul's wife is opening the garage. Her headlights are beaming on <laughs> That's us. That's right. <laughs> we are on location. <laughs> this is live. This oh, yeah. is live. This garage is, doors is open. Karen is inching up. Yeah. Hopefully here, it's his Here wife. we go. We're it not is. sure yet. Here, here's KK and... Uh, his, his daughter you know, is the, also the, with the, him for those They're having a good noise. time. We totally just got busted. We thought we were doing radio and now we... And I ran out of battery. I guess that's what happens. Having too good a time. Not paying attention. What are you going to do? We had a great time uh, recording with Paul. It was super fun. What a great man cave. And uh, we kind of thought it was aliens coming to pick us up for a second. Not Paul's wife and kid. Thanks for joining us again this week, Cal. It's been super fun. Uh, Catch us next, every other Wednesday. Um, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, I believe, uh, uh, BurtonSalty.com, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. This show is produced by Lindsay Collins, art by Jesse Mead, and music by Adam McLean.